Right, so here we are, me and Jack Fox. We're going to be just having a little chat, chat with Jack, <laughs> chat Fox. Chat Fox, <laughs> nice, I like that, that's pretty good. Oh, go puns, puns. Nice. Um, yeah, we're just going to be talking about just a bunch of different stuff, whatever comes to a head. I basically wanted to um, just get some sort of podcast down Um Obviously, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Jack Fox is going to be joining the creative team in Right Music and Management. So I'm very excited about that. Likewise. It would be great to have you on board. And uh, yeah, so let's just, you know, let's just talk, man. Let's talk. Obviously, we're both artists. Uh-huh. We're both very much a part of the Northeast scene. Um, so, you know, let's start there. What's been up? <laughs> well, obviously, the Rona's put a spanner in both of our works. Because one thing that is prominent between me and you is we gig a lot. Like a lot of, yes. there's a lot of artists that, uh, especially in the Northeast, that sort of not define themselves one way or the other, but, but a lot of artists put out a load of material, which is mm-hmm. cool, great, and a load of videos and stuff, and mm-hmm. don't gig a lot. Whereas I think we, kind of do the opposite we gig like a lot between yeah. us not 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 necessarily together although we do gig together but between us we gig like a lot and yeah, yeah, maybe, he's put, yeah. maybe he's put out like bodies of work like eps instead of like singles and videos every every you know month or so like some of the artists yeah do absolutely I've, I've, for for me that momentum is just it, it's went down completely it's really um, weird, it? yeah and in in a way, the motivation has as well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when lockdown first happened, I was writing a ton, but I was writing just the same stuff over and over again. Um, uh-huh. You know, and obviously we had like the the live streams. You had a bunch of, of live streams. I had quite a few myself. Um, and you know, in a way, that was keeping me motivated and stuff like that. But to be honest, when you're gigging every single weekend, you know, it's just, it's just turning, you know, the wheels are turning, the momentum yeah, yeah. is going, you know, and you sort of take it for granted a little bit. I definitely took it for granted. Well, you know? well, who can even think something like this would happen? Like, it's so like, oh yeah, like a zombie apocalypse will never happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Happen. That's coming next, guaranteed. It's coming <laughs> for Christmas. Absolutely. Uh, so you, you yeah, I mean, obviously, with with you, you were gigging um, in so many different aspects, weren't you? Obviously, me and you had Fred and Fox, which was yeah. you know, which was picking up. Which I can't even, I can't even remember the set list now. <laughs> no, I mean, I remember the being the gigs being fun, like being a load of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, two forty-five minute sets. I, I used to have that little file um. with all the other. I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but um. Uh, yeah, yeah, like you say, like uh, the I'd I gig on like loads of fronts, band, rap mm-hmm. stuff, our stuff, comedy, so mm. all that. It was like once lockdown got announced, that it was just getting like emails after emails, cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. I know, man. I know. With me, it was different because obviously I do a lot of bookings myself. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. So, you know, I, for me, it was from a different side. Like I could see, I could sympathize with the artist and I could also sympathize really heavily with the venue as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and that was quite, 
eye-opening for me because before right music and management and stuff like that, I was solely just all about getting to the venue, get the money, you know, do do the gig, you know, it was very much there wasn't any sympathy there, you know. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um <clears throat> and lockdown for me is really just really made me appreciate both sides. Um, And it's definitely made me appreciate the value of a gig, you know, like the, how sort of, how blessed we are to be able to turn up, you know, with a guitar, with one mics. Tambourine. There you are. Me tambourine. Me tambourine, (laughs) Yeah. You'd be, you'd, be, you'd be amazed, man, but that added so much to our duo. Oh, it did. It really did. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, like, you, you take it for granted, you know, because it's just, it becomes a part of your routine and then and then it's gone. Like, yeah. in the space of, you know, a month, like, everything changes. Um, and it's weird now because, like, I honestly can't see when this is going to go back to... You know what I mean? Like well, I, I'm. I mean, I'm not a, the smartest guy in the room or a scientist or anything like that. But I can't see when it'll be back to normal for a very long time. For a very long time, even if there's like a, a miracle sort of vaccine or anything, you even even then you'll have people who won't take the vaccine for whatever mm-hmm. reasons that they decide. Uh, and is it going to work straight away? Is it going to be like a year's teething process? Uh, it's just so many factors. So I think it'll be a long time before we're back to like packed venues, people dancing on tables and mosh pits and all that kind of stuff. I think it'll be a long, yeah, long time. Yeah, it's crazy how quickly that that just deteriorated as well, you know? Yeah. Because um, obviously, you know, with the events that we were putting on in South Shields, the momentum was high in you were the last um the last hip hop night at Mason's. I mean Mason's it's a Thai restaurant now, you know? Yeah. Is it? Uh-huh. What? Mason's it shut it shut down. I had no idea. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What? So I mean, you think about what we were creating there. I mean, uh, you can't do that in a Thai restaurant. <laughs> that's devastating. I had no idea. Mate, it's it's but that is the reality of what's happening right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and Trimmers is, uh, you know, seems to have ceased, you know, yeah. putting on stuff at off, for offbeat. And, you know, there's from a, from a promoter and booking agent sort of point of view, I don't know when, we're gonna, when I'm going to be able to put a night on like that again, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so I think, like right now, it's a, it's a case of grabbing what you can, absolutely, um, and really making the most of it. You know, obviously, uh, Scranibus and Filth Like and Squams were at the yeah. Independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, recently, unfortunately, I didn't get the go. Uh, I was definitely game for going, like, but Rona took over. Well, um, yeah, it's another thing as well, isn't it? You got mm-hmm. it. And 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 that is another thing as well. I'm a lot more wary of of going out and stuff like that now because I've had it. Yeah. And I mean, it was killer. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well. Well. I mean, that's an interesting choice of words because it literally is killing people. Like. Well. well yeah. Yeah. But the, th- 
the thing is with me is, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it had me for about a week, you know what I mean? Like just nonstop. Like, and I was like, when is this going to end? Yeah. And it's definitely made me a lot more wary in terms of, you know, going out and gigging again. Wow. And, you know, just willy nilly, just, you know, going places and, yeah. um, you know, just, just because I know that it's real now. Yeah, and it's it's not just something that you see being posted about and stuff like that. It's not a joke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's still there's, but, there's still a lot of people that do think it's a joke, which is yeah, I, I was one of them, and it, yeah. it hit me in the ass. No, 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 wait, wait. I think there's a difference. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think you thought it was a joke. I just think no, 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 no. But I definitely. I didn't have the respect of the severity of it. Right. There you go. There you go. That's better. Because there's people that think this isn't a real thing. Mm. There's people that think that the, the government are telling everybody lies and they just want people to stay in the house and it's not even real. There's a difference between thinking, oh, if I catch it, it's just a cold, I'll be fine. And mm. going, no, the government are lying to us. This isn't happening. You're all sheep. Let's yeah, protest yeah, yeah, outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? There's a difference between being a little bit silly and just an idiot. <laughs> well, I'll well, go on record. Thing, I mean, personally, I think there's too many of those people, too many people, you know, with these conspiracies and stuff yeah. like that. And I don't know where it comes from, but I think sometimes it's just pure ignorance. And, you know, sometimes it, it's, you don't need to always be on the opposing side. Yeah. You don't always need to be rebelling all the time. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, there's no need for that sort of uh, behavior all the time. And um, fair enough, if you back it up with loads of stuff, but every single time, like I would post something, or I would see something post, there would always be a battle between. Always. You know what I mean? Or there would be like, there would be, everyone would be on the side of, said status or video yeah. or whatever but then there would always be one that just jumps in and it's like a little troll you know what i mean it's always to the extreme as well it's always either you're extremely on one side or extremely on the other side. you never like somewhere in the middle where you just go oh maybe <laughs> it's, it's always yeah, like because it, it seems a lot more apparent lately and and i wasn't aware of like i, I might sound really stupid right now right but i wasn't aware of left wing and right wing uh-huh. i didn't know what it was i still right. sort of don't to be honest um i just know like my reality of that has been built through social media and right. people chatting do you know what i mean uh-huh. like I've, like a lot of the things that have happened during lockdown just in general about the world and stuff like that i had no idea about you know right and it, it's, or maybe I did have an idea about it, but there was so much other stuff going on that I was distracted. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like it didn't affect me as much. But like you know, there was so many things that went on, and um, and social media really took a massive hold yeah. of everyone. And it, I mean, it was the way to communicate, uh-huh. you know. And that can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. I mean, in terms of releasing music, you'd know yourself. You released a full EP during during lockdown, you know. Uh, Um, You're about to do it yourself. Yeah, I'm about to do it myself. And I mean, that's been going a long time. Um, But, you know, I mean, it's weird because social media is 
always been something for me that has been a blessing and a curse. Yes. And as a musician, it's a blessing, but it can also be a curse because of the um, the the stuff that comes along with it. You know, uh-huh. the likes, the the comments, the shares everything like that and it's funny because everyone talks about how that's all irrelevant but that's not the truth because it's more relevant now than it ever has been go on I'll let you finish go on so the the reason that i say that is because that is essentially how you're valued in terms of the industry if you for example if you put a video out and it gets a ton of shares a ton of comments and a ton of likes, and someone, some A and R guy comes along because he is in this, um, he's in this era of of social media, you know, that has such an influence. And he comes along and he goes, "Oh, that must be good because that's got like, you know, that's viral, or you know, that's got like ten thousand views or, or a million views or something like that," you know, uh. like, I'd. I do believe that the likes and comments and shares and stuff like that, they have a massive impact on it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. But also, consistency is key, I think, as well. Because, well, um, I'm, I'm trying my best to skirt around, like, maybe his name and names and stuff. If you think about... So you're saying about like if you put if you put one video out and it gets ten thousand views, can you put ten videos out that get ten thousand views? That's when you start no. to get noticed. I think no, not not you personally. Just uh, no, no, no. But I've, I've, I've like it. It depends. It depends from like how um, one how hard you work, and two the the people you have around you. Yes. One thing I've realised lately is. The, the you have the same people comment and like and yeah. share. I, I don't know if you have the same as yeah, me, yeah. but I, I've started noticing a pattern. You yeah. know, the people that are con that are constantly got got me back and supporting me. You know, uh-huh. so I pay attention to that. Sure. You know, but what I'm saying is, I mean, I saw this one video, um, and it had like a thousand odd views on Instagram. Uh, which, in my opinion, is pretty good. I, I don't usually see a lot of. Um, I don't was it? Was it? it who was who? I don't have to say names, but who was it? Was it like a local northeast? Actor? It was a local rapper, but he's not necessarily in the scene okay. as much. Um, and I mean, it was just a freestyle, you know. Um, it was a well-known visual, so. Take that what you will. What do you mean by that? Like, you know, videographer. <clears throat> oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well known. Um, but I won't lie, the, the video was average. The bars were average. Yeah. The flow was average. But it was just fire emojis, fire emojis, fire emojis. Yeah. Like, this, is when I, this is when I voice noted you. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. we need a chat. We need a chat because there's not the map with the fire emoji, right? I, I get it, right? It's it in a way it shows love. It sh- you know, but at the same time, 
it can be such a throwaway thing. Oh yeah, like, yeah absolutely. If someone puts a fire emoji on anything I do now, I'm like, cool, but I would have rather you said something yeah. that I can really take something from. Yes. You know? Yes. Um <clears throat> and I don't know if that's me being, you know, ungrateful or anything like that, but I believe like it it just takes like two seconds to say, really enjoy that, great visuals, um, you know. Love that line or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that to me, especially if they repeat a lyric back to me. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like I really appreciate that, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm sure That's, you will do the same. I've I've tried to make a, I, I completely hundred percent agree with what you're saying, and I've tried to make a conscious effort. If anybody, if anybody releases something new or does my pet hate releases something new and tags me on Facebook along with 95 other rappers in the city. Don't, don't do that. That's annoying. But if they do do that, I take the time to listen to it and I will say the flow of the second verse is hard or like this line was so cool because you're right, people could just put fire emoji, 100 emoji, fire emoji, 100 emoji sentence. But, but well, that one where, the, where the, there's like some sort of air coming out the nose. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But but that's but I go back to what you're saying though. So this this guy that you saw who had over a thousand views on Instagram, mm-hmm. he could or she could be sending that. It's Instagram. It's easy DMable. Could be DMing everybody he comes across on Insta. Can you go and just drop a like on this? Can you drop a fire? I might not even be listening to it. But then, like yeah. you say, if but then but then if you look at the numbers, this is this is I was getting all riled up. I wasn't getting all riled up, but I I. I became a little bit obsessed with like Spotify numbers and streaming numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a band because I, I, for people that don't know, I play drums in a band called Hive Mind as well. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like in in like the the hip hop scene and like the 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 rock sort of scene as well, mostly yeah. in Newcastle. And there's a band from Newcastle uh, who we're good friends with, we've played with before. I'm not gonna probably narrows it down, but I'm not gonna say what the band are. And they released their first single earlier this year, late last year. And they got 30,000 streams on Spotify. Wow. And I was like, bloody hell, that's crazy. And then you go on their Spotify, and it's like monthly listeners, 100. Yeah. That doesn't add up. My band just released our single, Medicine, and it's got over 8,000 streams so far, which isn't a ton. But my, it, that's amazing. I saw that, and I was like, that's, I mean, one, it's well-deserved. Thanks. But two, it's very, I mean, those, those numbers are crazy to me, man. Well, it, it's it's the most successful song we've got, and at the time, at our peak, it had seven thousand monthly listeners. So that's mm-hmm. genuine numbers, and that's because we put like loads of work in beforehand, yes, to promote it and stuff. And then obviously, the cheat code is Spotify playlists. I think everybody's sort of clocked on now. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I had this discussion with the bass player in the band as well, who said that because we, we, I say we. I, like I say, I did a lot of research on it. So spot uh, websites like uh, Submit Hub, uh, Daily Playlists, mm-hmm. stuff like this. And on Submit Hub, you have to, well, you don't have to, but I'm contradicting myself a lot here. I'm noticing. <laughs> yeah, you can buy credits, which gets your song boosted to the top of the line, so to say, and people check it out more. And then there's more chance of them putting it in their playlist. So I'm not going to lie. I I did that, but but I'm not 
paying to be put into playlists. This is what our bass player was saying. He's like, oh, we've, we've paid for 8,000 streams. No, we haven't. We've paid to get our song put in front of people who yeah. have big followers on Spotify players. If, like, if they don't like the song, they'll click no thanks. Yeah. No skin off their yeah, nose. They're getting yeah, thousands yeah. of submissions a day. Our song has to be struck. There's so much noise in terms of people releasing songs and people trying to get it on playlists. Mm-hmm. If you pay a little bit of money, it's it's a pound of credit and it costs one credit to send it to one person. I probably spent a tenner. Send it, send it to one playlist. A playlist can have 20,000 likes. That song's put in front of 20,000 people then for one pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and 10,000 streams. And that's just because you just push yourself in the front of the queue, which is kind of like cheating, whatever, if you want to say that. Uh, well, I think, I, think I, I don't believe... If you asked me, ask me this or you said this to me last year or maybe two years ago, I would have been like, that sounds like cheating to me. But, <laughs> I understand the game, right? You know, it's all—it's all changed. It's all changed since it has changed five years. It's always changing. It's always changing. The funny thing is, is that what we're probably realizing now, people, you know, higher up in the industry, are probably clocked out like three years ago. You know what I mean? Babies, yeah, yeah. Um, Or it's just everything's a lot more accessible now. You know? Yeah. Well, the age, man. But that's that's a gift and a curse, though, because like like I was saying, every, like like we could finish this conversation now, and I can make a beat on my laptop. Not even need a keyboard. I, I, I don't need to plug in a guitar. Just blah, 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 bash out a beat, and then I could sell that tomorrow for like a hundred pounds. I mean, I'm not probably not going to happen, but I could, I, in theory that could happen. But <laughs> anybody could do that. <laughs> you are. I think you should now. <laughs> I said it now, man. You've said it now. I can't make beats. I, I can chop up <laughs> samples, maybe, but I can't make beats. But, um, well, thing is, is that I've started making beats, and I know a lot of people. Obviously, uh, our mutual friend Stephen Miller, he's yeah. been making beats. He's been making some killer beats. He's never off Instagram making beats, Stephen Miller. He's, he's not, but he, 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 as I was with him before. He said he's got about 190, like just. Snippets of beats. I've only five of them are good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think that's what he said as well. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it's everything's so accessible now, isn't it? Oh. Everything is accessible as a musician. In in this day and age, it is the easiest time to be a musician. Yep. Completely. But one thing that I really believe in is anyone can be a musician, but um, it takes a certain mindset to create it into a brand. To, Absolutely, to, yeah. To make any money from from music, and not even you know a ton of money, just just any money, you've got to come at, come at it from a you know from a different direction. You've got to understand that it's one you can't go alone. It can't you can't do it by yourself. No. That's one thing I realized. Um, with Mr. Sunshine, I paid a local PR company to, you know, to um, send to, to blogs and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it was massive. You know, I, it was probably the best reception that I got in terms of a release. Um, you know, uh-huh. even even Drive By didn't really get the same reception as Mr. Sunshine. Well, I think I th- well, two different types of song for a starter. I think I think Mr. Sunshine's more you. I think mm-hmm. personally, uh, both good songs, though. Um, 
But uh, what was I going to say? I forgot I was going to say carry on. <laughs> lost my yeah, I mean, the thing is with me is that when I released Mr. Sunshine, Drive-By was a funny one because Drive-By was, was, it was an arrogant tune, you know? Yeah. It was, it was very much like, obviously I made the beat on me, on me phone. Yeah. And um, it was very much a case of, I want to try this out. Like, let's think of the most generic way that I can bring myself into this genre, sure. you know, and basically just have a tune that's just hype. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What it was. Yeah. It's the most simple, simple tune ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, but also, but I think as well, a lot of, I think, when I say you here, I don't mean you, I mean one. Could, yeah. you, you could make any type, I, th- I think, this day and age, you could make any type of song. I could, I could, my next single could be a reggae song. Mm-hmm. And if I promote it right and keep talking about it every day, Instagram stories, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, not so much, but whatever, keep talking about it, it'll, people, people will either see it so much that they'll go, all right, fine, I'll click on it and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Or, just because just because they've seen it so much, hype it up, I think. And it gets to a point where it gets to a point where you just you just have to be unapologetic with it. And I think I think there's a a, a niche for crossover points between musicians that are building a brand, like you said, and like well, Brandon, yeah, like there's there's definitely a crossover point where you have to you have to be able to do both. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you can't do both, get someone on your side that can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I truly believe that when you have that circle of people, um, I remember I was watching, uh, you probably watched it as well, but did you watch uh, Ke- this, the Kevin Hart documentary uh-huh. on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was interesting to see him and his team. Uh-huh. You know, and and I've 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 realized this with a lot of things. I watch a ton of YouTube, like really basic YouTube. Yeah. But you see how you know it. You you have the faces, and then you have everything around it. You know, uh-huh. you 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 essentially you have the you know the shot the chassis. You know the the this, the the cool looking car and everything. You know all of like you know the like the gimmicky stuff or, or, or just what you see in front, what everyone sees straight away. Uh-huh. But then you need the people that are the engine behind it. Oh, you sure, know? sure. You need, the, you, you need the ones that are the wheels that are behind it, that are turning, you know. And it, it's, it's all about getting the right chemistry with people. Chemistry is a massive thing for me. It, it, I, I, I make sure the chemistry is right with everything. Like... That's why I don't have a massive team of people in right music and management right now because the chemistry needs to be there. Uh-huh. And I mean, I asked you two years ago if you wanted to be a part of right music and management, and you were like, oh, I'm not too sure. Like, you know, yeah. Because one, you probably didn't see the, the vision that I had at the time, or you might have, but you know, you, the chemistry has to be built. Uh huh. I, I, you know, there's natural chemistry and stuff like that, but some, in in business, I believe chemistry needs to be built. It's a it's a, um, 
a, a respect, you know, like a mutual respect. Uh-huh. And I have a ton of respect for you, and I'm sure you have a ton of respect for me, you oh, know. Absolutely, yeah. And I've, I've worked hard to gain that respect, gain that recognition as someone in South Tyneside or even the Northeast that can provide opportunities for people. Um, and, you know, through that, I then I felt comfortable to you saying, listen, I want you to be a part of my creative team, you know? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, and you saw the, the, the portfolio of work that I had, yeah. and that probably um, motivated you to be, want to be a part of it more because of the work that I put in. Uh-huh. And because I, I saw the work that you put in, in terms of you know just putting out videos and stuff like that, and I was like, I want him on my team. Sure. You know, it's it, it just a mutual respect. Uh-huh. Um, but one of the one of the biggest things is, and I'm I'm sure you can agree with this, being in bands and stuff is, you work so much harder when you have a team of people around you. Uh-huh. You know, because you can feed off the energy and the you know you can also butt heads. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> at the same time, you know it's it, it, it's like the the obvious saying. You know, two heads, three heads are better than one. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, because if I was doing this still by myself, I don't think I would be as far as uh-huh. as what I am as a musician and as you know a director, promoter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but that's probably testament to the to the work that you've put in. I think you, you can only, look, again, look, you, one, can only go so far mm-hmm. before hitting somewhere where you think, okay, I need, I need somebody to do this now, I need somebody to do this. And also going back to what you were what you were saying before, maybe I, can't, I honestly can't remember you asking me two years ago if you wanted to be a part of this. It thing. might have been a I year. Remember. I remember I was outside of, it was to do with comedy. I was like, right. oh, you know, I would love for you to be a part of, the comedy side of things. Oh, okay. I, my memory's fucking shot. Oh, sorry, I should say that. <laughs> um, uh, but but also that that goes in testament to how much I and the game has changed in the past couple of years. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. previously, all of I'm just an artist, man. I just want to put stuff out. I just want to do stuff. I just want to put stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Then I did all this research on Spotify and promo and stuff and then realized that you can use social media to your advantage by putting silly little videos out and little skits and stuff. And, you know, it's especially when we're in lockdown, it's my way of releasing some of that creative. Yeah, absolutely. Built up. So, so then when you asked us again, I was like, actually, no, that sounds fun. I'll do it. But the, seeing you do that made me, I started thinking of ideas. You know, like like I I I saw the uh, was it the Eminem one? What? Oh, the oh, the agent thing. Yeah, right, the, yeah. the agent one. Yeah, and, but then it was it was a mixture of that, and then it was a mixture of you just talk. I think it was one where you were talking about um, other releases. Like uh, I had oh, one coming out. It was Mr. Sunshine. Hive Mind, Jack Craggs had one. Um, Leddy. Uh, Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> yeah. And someone else had one as well. 25th of September. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The most iconic date in 2020. <laughs> yeah. But I saw that and I was like, I can use that. Like, right music and management can use that, you know. And obviously yeah. we have a, you know, a, a massive connection anyway in terms of, you know, you've came to pretty much all of my events. 
um, you know, I understand you as an artist and yep. as a creative, and you understand me. Sure. And you know, for that, it just it just made sense to do to do. You know, um, and then once I bother me asked to get actually go on and do stuff, it'll be fun. I'm sure. Well, well that's why I, I said it, I, I voiced you, and I was like, listen, let's just do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get something out there, <laughs> and you know, but. This is the thing. I think when it comes to commu- communication and, you know, we'll come back to the emojis and, and comments and stuff like that. Like, this is why this is so important to talk and, you know, and just really just just talk the way that human beings are meant to talk and communicate. Uh-huh. And um, obviously we've got, we've, we've spoke about ideas about like, you know, listening parties and, um, getting other guests in, I would definitely love to get other local artists in uh, on this. I'm assuming they just need to click the link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, but it's, you get a 40 minute time limit when there's extra people in. So, well, there'll have to be like half an hour or something like that. <laughs> sure. <you know>? Um, <clears throat> but for me, I realized um, in lockdown, communication was key. Um, I, I done, I spent probably um two weeks where i really wanted to communicate with all the artists like i was doing the the instagram lives and uh-huh. you know chat with people and i'd chat for like an hour with with an artist i've never took the time to speak to before yeah yeah yeah. And it was so interesting to get you know i did i did it with you i did it with mm-hmm. iconic um claymore i did it with uh, giant mongus even um the uh guitarist from Thieves of Liberty as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but everyone had different ideas and also everyone just wanted to talk because as artists, and, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but I could talk about myself and my music for days, man. I think you have to be a little a little bit narcissistic to be... Yeah. To, to, take, to, take, <laughs> to take yourself seriously as an artist, as an artist... Absolutely musician Absolutely. or whatever you have to be a little bit of a weirdo a little bit of a narcissist if you just do it for fun then that's cool I, I, imagine just doing it for fun how how pleasurable that would be to just pick up a guitar and play a couple of songs and go, oh that's cool put it down and then not cry and wonder why you're selling out Wembley yet how I tell, I think is, do, you do, this, do you do this right where you go right I'm just gonna you know forget about you know the the professional side of things I'm just going to put music out because I want to put music out. Yeah. And I love it and stuff like that. And the thing is, is that with me, I said to myself, I'm going to put an EP out. I'm going to put a mixtape out. I'm going to put, and then I've got this plan in my head, right? And uh-huh. I said, I am not going to let myself get bogged down with stats and views and stuff like that. What, what, what did I do the minute Mr. Sunshine come out? Oh, how many views has it got? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't help it. You can't. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. But you you you're exactly you right. value yourself as a musician, you're constantly looking at you know at, at the stats because yeah. you're excited. You want to see how how it's been, um, you know how it's being received. And uh-huh. I, I mean, I was blown away by the re- by the response from Mr. Sunshine. Yeah, and but also you put. A, but that's 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 a result of the hard work you put in before it. Absolutely. I think I think having a having a build up, uh, like I learned. The hard way, so to say, when I did all those EPs in 2018, I was putting out an EP a month. So by yeah. like the fifth or sixth, people started to go, oh, okay, he's putting out another EP or whatever. But those first ones, I was like, oh, I'm putting out an EP tomorrow. 
And then I, it's only got three streams. Why is it? Well, because nobody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got I got this. I only did those EPs because I, I got this audio interface for Christmas. So in between Christmas and New Year's Day, I was just playing with my guitar and setting up, learning garage band and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just put a couple of songs out and then I'll put an EP out tomorrow. And then, so you got five streams. What's going on? I'm the best bloody guitarist. And, and <laughs> it's my own fault. So, that, but, but, but also, so now you have all this, all this information is probably the wrong word. You have all this experience with Mr. Sunshine. So, mm. I mean, obviously, you got sidelined by Corona. So that's unfortunate. Mm. But it's, it's another thing as well. I'm older than you, but we're all still very young. <laughs> yeah, <man. coughs> so, so like when I released "Drive a Car with Your Eyes Closed," I felt like I was up here. Everybody mm-hmm. was sharing it. I was. I'd scroll through my Facebook page and I see people posting lyrics as captions without tagging us. Mm-hmm. People that I hadn't met before added as followers on Instagram. I got on BBC. <coughs> sorry, <coughs> they got on BBC Radio Six and everything. I was up here and I, I performed it. I had a few gigs after that, and people were singing the lyrics, and I was holding the mm-hmm. mic up to the audience and. Unbelievable. And the next song I released, the positive song, mm-hmm. did half of what that, yeah. that was doing. And I was like, okay. It's 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 difficult. It's difficult. To, I, I don't know what, I don't know what my point was going with that, but it's difficult to, to build. <laughs> I, think I, I think I know, yeah. It's difficult to keep the momentum there, but we're all... But I, 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 that, it's 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 all a learning curve. So when it's so when I'm up here after releasing "Drive a Car with Your Eyes Closed," I have to think that I'm not the only person in the world that's releasing songs at the minute. Yes, yes. I'm just one guy who had like a good like people like this song. Okay, cool. And I've got to do the same again with the next one. And I yeah, had, ab- absolutely. I, I, and, I had a, I had a whole plan in place for "Drive a Car with Your Eyes Closed" that was helped by Lee Hawthorne. Yeah, he was ahead with that. I, he told us not to say his name, but it was over a year ago. No, who cares? No, nobody's going to watch it anyways. And um, I, did, I did. I did. Actually, I, I think I think I saw like something on that. I'm sure. I'm sure I seen like some sort of comment or something. Where it was, like, uh, yeah, I, 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 after it, after <laughs> yeah after it was released, I did a whole thing, tagged him in the messages, and be like, no, you have to delete that. I was like, oh. <laughs> he was very. You know, he it was a friend to friend. He just gives a little bit of advice. It's fine. Okay. Sorry, absolutely. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. So, but 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 then but then I didn't take that on board when I did the next release. I just thought, oh, I'm up here now, so now I can just boom, put another one out, and it wasn't. You've got to just keep 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 it going, keep the momentum going. And then, like I, that- I released that EP earlier in the year. This is this is an important mm. point actually. After lockdown, and again, I thought I would I'd be up here, and I released it, and it did half again and my, mm-hmm. my poor girlfriend Christina took the brunt of it because I was messaging her every day I'm sick of this it's got it's crap numbers and the video's not doing well but also I have to remember that I have to set you have to set the bar quite low lower than what you think it is because in as an artist like you just said when in your own head you get five or six songs for an EP and you think this nobody is ever Dark Side of the Moon does not touch my EP. <laughs> yeah. the, Be- the Beatles have got nothing on me. This is the best <laughs> piece of work that's ever been. And then realistically, so say, 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 I put my EP out. Left Blank, who we both love as a rapper. I think he's a great rapper. He's a great, nice guy. Did the artwork Absolutely. for Drive Golden Rescue. Love Left Blank. If I put an EP out tomorrow, Left Blank will listen to two songs before switching off. Good. That's, that's no fault of his. It's mm-hmm. if he wants to listen to it, then cool. He's going to listen to two or three songs, Max, because mm-hmm. you've got so, you've got other stuff to do. You might post yeah, it on Instagram, you might share it on Facebook, and that's that's very nice. He's not going to listen to the whole thing. 
I'm not yeah. I'm not Lil Wayne. I'm not Eminem. He's not going to sit down and listen to my whole thing. I've got to hear the best rappers in the world out there. <laughs> I'm still stuck in the nineties. Uh, so you have to you have to have realistic expectations. That's what I'm looking for. Realistic expectations, small goals, and then especially when then when you break them, it's so rewarding. Like we had a for for High Minds last release, Medicine. I set a target of a thousand streams in the first week. I was mm-hmm. confident that with the plan we had and everything in play, if we get a thousand streams in the first week, I'll consider this a success. We've got two thousand streams yeah. in the first week. Yeah. I was like, you set, if you set the bar low and you smash it. You just and you have to think about your last release as well. Our last release got about five hundred streams in the first week. So if yeah. we get better than our last release and smash our goal, then you then you move on to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, because because this is the thing, right? This is the thing. I have this constant battle with myself with one being a humble artist, right, and two being like maybe giving yourself a kick up the arse and be like, how am man? Like, you're actually like really good, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then some days I'd be like, you're amazing. Like, like I just have to tell myself I'm yeah. amazing and yeah. I'm a great writer and, and, and I can yeah. rap and, and all this and whatever. I can write and, you know. Um, There's a very but, fine line, by the way, between finding that line of... I'm very, very I'm fine words. line. Very yeah. fine line. And But one thing I've always... I believe I have been as I've always been authentic to 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 myself. You know, I've always like I haven't came out here and done like a you know release rap songs, even drive by and stuff had a little bit of substance behind it. You know, uh-huh. I've never been like you. Know, I've never tried to be like rude or anything like that. No, you know well, I mean? why would you be? That's not who you are. Well, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more like country road. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like or maybe like cycle path. <laughs> <laughs> Replacement bus <path>, service. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, is I've always been authentic to, to myself as you know, as a human being and as as an artist. Um but I think at the same time you ha- you have to humble yourself, you know. There's there's times when I've I've believed my own hype, uh-huh. you know, and that comes from like even just like this false. It might not be. I might I might use the wrong word there, but like for example, with the with the mixtape, right? I sent you the mixtape dinner uh-huh. like a while ago, ages, though. ages ago. Yeah, um, and you were like. I love it. Everything's great. Huh? That that big that made me feel really good. I sent it to Iconic. He sat sat down with me on the phone for like two hours, and he went through every track. Ninety um, Bro, um, Claymore, Abby Nix. We we sat and spoke for like three hours about about it, and it it just I came I came off the back of that just feeling amazing. Right, uh-huh. I was like. You know, because I respect all you guys so much, and you know, I just wanted to know what what you thought. And but then there's times when I would sit down because I've listened to my mixtape so many times. Like I would probably hit a thousand streams <laughs> off the back of me. Right? Yeah. But, no, but also, I just sorry to interrupt. I just want to say it's important to be your own biggest fan as well, though. 
biggest fan, biggest critic. Absolutely. Sure. Ab- sure. Absolutely. And, and that's, so there's been times where I've sat down and I've probably been in some sort of state of mind. And I'm like, this is sick. I love this. This sounds great. I'm ready to put this out. And then there's other times where I've sat down and I'm like, oh my God, what am I thinking about putting this out? You know, maybe a little bit anxiety, you know, like, you know, like, Uh are people going to take me seriously? Am I really a rapper? Right. Like, you know, am I this? Am I that? You know, like, who am I? You know what I mean? Um, And then it's just a case of just do it. And, and, Uh you know, just just take that plunge and, and do it. And... You know, it's it's almost like this sort of you can, you can be on top of the world at one day, and then it just takes something. You know, like like you believe you're like the next artist. I've sat down before. I've watched amazing rappers, and I've been like, I can write that. I can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Probably on the same par, if not better than Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? There's been stupid days in my head where I've just been that much, like, just bigging myself up. That I was yeah. like, maybe not Eminem, but, like, you know, some... I know what you mean. <laughs> well, well, this is it. This is a funny point, though, because this is what music is, isn't it? Everybody's different from everybody else. I remember watching an interview. So the Red Hot Chili Peppers are my favorite band, right? The whole yeah. entire world ever. Mm-hmm. And they guitarist, he's just came back to the band, Joe Frusciante. Mm-hmm. His music changed my life i would I, I only listen to rap music hard- yes really? I, I, I only okay. listen to rap music hardcore tupac biggie 50 cent all that stuff all the way through school i heard we're actually I was like, oh these are these are pretty funky like the bass lines and then anthony keys to do a bit of rapping about oh it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. did a little bit of research joe for shanty the guitarist okay check it out and it's like soft guitar music, long instrumentals. I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Anyways, it's a long story short. He did a really long form interview. It's about 45 minutes. When he asked him one question, he just goes on, 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 on. Mm. And he says, because I think, I think the important thing with Joe Frashant is playing is a lot of it's really simple to the point where he plays like one or two notes in a verse of a guitar bit. Then he also he will do a song like Snow under the bridge or something which is a really technical guitar bit mm-hmm. and he said in this interview he doesn't see the difference between like a Jimi Hendrix who can like shred for days could rest in peace and like a like an Andy Gill from Gang of Four who are like a like a, a punk band from the is that Nancy making an appearance yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was saying he doesn't see the difference between a Jimi Hendrix who defined guitar playing for a lot of people mm-hmm. shred 20 minute solos whammy pedals set his guitar on fire throwing it through amps and stuff like that and like andy gill who was like a rigid punk couldn't really solo would just play bar chords because they both make really important good music yeah in their own right so so yeah eminem can flippity hippity simity and then you make a song like mr sunshine the two completely different yeah, yeah. I mean, please. I, I, know, I, I, know, I know. I know. I was I know. just messing about there. Are you being but, hypothetical? But I think that's no. But I think that's also a good point because a lot of people compare themselves to other people. So whether it be like me comparing myself to Iconic or me comparing myself to Eminem, we're both yeah. like I could never write. I could never do Die Alone like Iconic did, and Iconic could never do 
driver car with your eyes closed. It'd be too. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. too absolutely. And again, you know, buggers. Talk- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> talking talking about you know like Jimi Hendrix, you know, probably wouldn't have sort of saw himself in the same way. You know, like we don't sure. see ourselves in the same way as our peers or or audience or you know fans see us as listeners as the for example um a listener could listen to my to my music it was funny someone actually messaged me about mr sunshine and they wouldn't share it because they were like oh it sounds like you've got like a drug problem and uh, i I don't want to i don't want to promote that i was like that's not what the song's about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the it's really interesting how you know you see yourself as an artist compared to how other people see you, and uh-huh. you know some people would would look at you and have you know look at you through you know rose tinted glasses. You know what I mean? Like like yeah, they would yeah, see sure. you in a, almost as like a celebrity or whatever. Because of oh, that's a guy that does drive a car with your eyes closed or whatever, or like with me, like you know, they could be like, oh, that's a guy that was on the track while being next. Yeah, I, I know what you mean though. I know what you mean. Though. Like people would look at Abby Nix or something and be like, you know, because they see the artist, they don't see the the human behind it. Sure, yeah. You know, and. I think that's one thing that I really try to tap into because I'm lucky enough to be able to know the, the, the artist, but I'm also, I really want to know the human being behind it as well. You sure. know, but because a lot of, a, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of us artists wear our heart on our sleeves. This is, this absolutely, is absolutely. but the way I go on as an artist is not the same way that I'll be going on when I'm sat down at the dinner table with my parents. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> like I've, I've shown, I, I remember showing Mr. Sunshine and my sister. Uh-huh. Um, and she was just taking the mig out of the way I was talking. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, Mr. Isn't that weird, though, on a slightly lighter note? Isn't it weird to find your rap voice? Yeah. When I first and started I, rapping, I was rapping in an, in an American accent. Yeah, I, I was as well, because I was diff- doing stuff on rap. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's difficult to I, shake I, up, isn't it? That's how I started. And, and I remember watch, I was watching one a couple of days ago, actually, and I'm trying to do all these skippy flows. And it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I was like, just get your words out first. Sam, it, takes a minute, you know I mean? it takes a minute to find your voice, but then when you found it, it's, it's yours, isn't it? So that's good. Well, that's the thing. I do believe that a good rap voice really helps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't believe that you have to sound like Stormzy or, no. you know, you don't have to have that typical grime voice. No. And, or you don't have to be American or, or, or anything like that. Um, and that's another thing I was going to touch on as well. I think a few artists, um, not naming some in particular, but I'm sure that you'll understand who I'm talking about, that put on accents and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> it was a big thing where the, 
these artists were getting called out for for putting on, you know, because they weren't being authentic yeah. in Northeast and stuff like that. Um, but then you see half of these other rappers, you know, trying to act road and and you know, same yeah. man doing this and yeah, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I do, I do, and actually, this is a, this is a funny point that I've been. Th- not thinking about it. I haven't had sleepless nights over it or anything, but when trends come around, so like grime and drill and stuff is popular now, mm. which is cool. That's fine. Trends drill still go. popular? Sorry? Is, is drill still a thing? Yeah. I thought they just got really annoyed because everyone started wearing masks and then they were like, oh, well, we're going to have to change it now. Was that a bad joke? Was that set up for a yeah, bad joke? <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, uh, <laughs> no, um, so like so, so like that kind of stuff's popular at the minute, right? So you gotta feel that in some places that'll come and go. So that was sorry, I've been drinking too much water. I've got the I've got the belches. Uh so that scene started in London, right? Mm-hmm. When it's born somewhere authentically, fantastic, because it's born mm-hmm. authentically. But then it reaches Newcastle. We don't talk like that up here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not that I mean I'm very privileged to live in a very nice area and I've been brought up in a nice I'm working class, but I've been brought up in a, I haven't seen any violence or mm. excessive drug use or anything like that. So I don't really know anything about holding a skeg or you know like, <laughs> you know what I mean or having to sell drugs to be able to feed me kids or anything. I don't know anything about that, and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it does happen. I'm sure the, 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 there is violence and drug use and everything and, and, and that, that does happen in Newcastle but not as often as I'm hearing on some of these rap songs <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And so, sometimes I personally touch on these subjects in my songs but it's to, it's for a comedic effect mm-hmm. when I rap as Jack Fox I'm a cartoon character because I'm saying mm-hmm. stuff that's so ridiculous that it has to be funny because that's that's my placeholder in the scene I think you get if you go to any rising open mic, you get ten guys before me who are pouring the heart out or saying "man's on road" and I'm going to leg man down in the whip, and you've got me in the middle talking about how I've got massive balls by a tiny cock, and then the other side of it is you've got iconic <laughs> doing a forty minute grime set, gun fingers, raise the roof, and all that stuff, right? So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. But you see, and all these grime videos get mad views. I know, I know. You know the, all look exactly the same, and they're all talking. And I don't know. I'm thir- I turned thirty-one this year. I don't know if I'm too old. I can't understand what you're saying. It's not a mumble rap thing because I get mumble rap because you just press record and you do it in one take and it sounds lit. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop saying things that end in, in- heady one. Do you know heady one? The guy. Yeah, I can't stand him. I can't. I haven't heard one of his lyrics yet. I don't understand what. I don't. I don't understand. You know why? You know why? You know why? It's 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 his inflections. Is that the right word? Inflections. Yeah, very good. He does every delivery. He, he reminds me of a weatherman. <laughs> you know how you know how when they say the weather. Yeah. And they say it in a certain way. It's almost as if like it's melodic, right? right? The way that they they they're reading the weather, like he could read the weather. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know, what I'm I think if he opened his mouth properly, he'd be half a good rapper. But he he, oh, it really annoys me. Not that he's successful and he's top of the charts and that whatever. Good for him. But it's when people rate him, 
Yeah. And I don't, I, not only do I not know why he's saying it, if I read his lyrics, I bet they wouldn't even be that good anyways. No, the, 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 I mean, I haven't read his lyrics, but it's, it's not even about that, is it? It's, 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 about, it's about looking cool. It's about like, it, it's a brand. And we come yeah. back to talking about a brand. Like I hadn't heard of, of Drill until right. all of this stuff started going on. I was like, what the heck's Drill? What's a Drill <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought a drill beat was something you put on the on the end of a drill. That's a drill bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, That wasn't even a joke. Like I'm legit. Like that's what I thought. <laughs> well, no, but but that's that's surprising though because new trends and stuff come around all the time. That's one of the the positives I think of being in 2020, where people have access to everything. Is new things come out all the time, and people are making yeah, ab- absolutely. But I do think it's it's just more about just how easily it is to influence people. Well, that's what that's what we were saying before. Like different levels, but like the hive mind stuff. If you talk about it for enough and push it for people's faces enough, when it does finally come, like Henny One had a huge promo run. He had statues of himself in places around the country. Yeah, he had everybody, every every other artist. He had Drake posting mm-hmm. his album on Instagram and stuff like that. Exactly. Coming exactly. in seventy million followers or whatever on Instagram. Exactly, and again, I, I think you've got to be smart with it as well. You've got to you've got to have the right people around you. Again, it comes back to the team. You know, it comes back to your team. Um, you know, if you have, um, you know, you could have one year where you're releasing all this music. For example, you release you know an EP every month. You know, in a in a year. And as I don't think you had as many people around you as you have now, you know what I mean? Well, no, well, I, I, I did that on purpose because I wasn't sort of getting noticed. So I thought if I just do an EP a month, people will have to notice us eventually. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but that's the thing. It's about having the right people that are yeah. drawn to you because they see the hard work that you put in. Yeah, they start to believe in your, in your vision, in your journey, you know, and they start to believe in in your belief in yourself almost you know like i've put songs out before like for example um i put fly out Uh and i I don't really like that song you know like i I don't like that song now i liked it back then right right yeah you couldn't like you you would i listen to the song now and i don't hear the same passion in it as as what I hear in Mr. Sunshine, you know? Right. And but why do, why do you think that is, though? Well, I think it's just I had more belief in myself as, a, as an artist, uh-huh. you know, as a, as a, as a rapper. Um, you know, I, I I wrote that song, Fly, and it was just it was, it was just so generic. It was just so basic. But, um, but then what made you write and release it in the first place? Because I was introducing myself in, right. as an artist again. Uh-huh. Before that, um, in terms of original music, I can't even remember what the... I, I was doing the jazz thing. I, right. I, I released a song called Night and Day, and I sounded like Dean Martin. Right. You know, like, and, and I thought I'd go down this jazz route, and it was... I just never underst- understood who I was as, as an artist uh-huh. until I started putting events on and then it was really the the rapping, you know, seeing these rappers and stuff like that. That's I, I realized that I could say so much in a short 
space of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also when you speak with your own voice, you it feels more real, you know? Sure. I remember the very first time I rapped and it was an offbeat um, featuring uh, on Scranibus Just Breathe. Oh. Where I done, where I done that verse. Were you there? I think you might. I think be so. There. Yeah. Was it not? Was it not his EP launch? No, 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 no. It was he. It was the the month before, and right. then he added the EP launch, and then right. I got up again. Um, but it was in September time, and I I got up, and I and I rapped, and it was the most exhilarating thing I've ever done in my life, because Good. one, I never thought I could do it, and two, I was speaking real stuff and I had I had flow and stuff I was shaking like crazy but you know it was something I've never done before I wasn't hiding behind a guitar which I've always done you know it was just me the mic and a sea of people in front of us and I I was like wow I've never felt more empowered in my life you know the, the lyrics for for just breathe were you know written from a, a place of authenticity as well you know whereas where i've wrote in the past for for certain songs like fly where it's just been about getting good rhyming rhymes right. in you know, getting a good melody in yeah blah 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 it hasn't i haven't had the chance to really um narrate what's been going on with me as a person sure and then with Mr. Sunshine, that was an, that was another level, you know, because that's just all about that. It's just real stuff, uh-huh. you know. And obviously, you've the, the thing is, you speak about Jack Fox as a as a character and stuff, but you've got that song "15 Minutes," uh-huh. which is some of the the most. When I when I first heard you uh, rap that, the it was that line about you know being on the course road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this guy isn't just a comedian. This guy isn't just about, you know, making puns and talking about how big, big his dick is. You know, it, he's actually got substance behind him as well. And that's what I love. I love seeing the the different, the different, um, different reflections of, of artists, you know? Yeah. I love, I love seeing Iconic do spit one lyric, but then I, I love, you know, hearing them, you know, rap on, on Die Alone or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> or Could Be Worse or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. One thing I hate with an artist is artists without substance. Uh-huh. The ones that are just trying to live up to a brand in terms of um, they see something working, so they just jump on the back of it. Right. And that's it, you know? Well, I think, I think that's a good point, actually. And I think that, like, the artists you need there, Iconic's a good example because if you look at the scene in general the big big hitters in the scene who out of all them is just dropping singles and who mm. out of all them has done an album of consistent work exactly. i can't just put like a really really high quality album out because you can listen to it start to finish and now it's not the same thing over and over again and some of these other artists i mean there's nothing i want to also say that there's nothing wrong with either of these things do do what you're going to do whatever it's cool it's a level playing field. You can do it. It's your life. Do what you want. But also, you can just release singles on streaming sites with videos 
and it's a quick look at the video go oh that's cool song that you're playing it's okay that's cool but put a body of work out it has to be it can't just be 10 songs of a grime with the same flow all the time exactly but for one quick freestyle video or a quick little music video or whatever that's cool but like iconic obviously set his target out to do a, a, a body of work and then like you say there's songs where he's talking about how classy he is spit one lyric and stuff that's not yeah. the album, or whatever and then there's songs like die alone where he's literally saying i'm gonna die alone <laughs> like yeah there's nothing more final than that so but that's that's the thing like i realized this like an artist will, will I'll, like you'll get this as well you'll get tagged in something, right? I won't lie. Half the time when I get tagged in something, especially off someone I don't really talk to, I don't listen to it. Well, yeah, right? it's, yeah, I just think it's lazy. Half half the time, I will go out my own way to, to listen to, to an album. Oh. I went out my own way to listen to Iconic's album when it first came out. When you, because I have mad respect for Iconic, sure. in terms of the way that he conducts himself, um, the person that he is, um, and also just the fact he's just incredible, in my, in my opinion. He he could be up there with some of the top man. In, I, you know, I agree. In, in my, I don't want to turn this into the iconic Dick Ryan podcast. No, 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 but I'm, <laughs> what I'm getting at is is that if I have respect for the artist, and I'm talking in a in a local uh, in a yeah, local yeah. capacity. Because I, I only really listen to local music. Uh-huh. But if I have a connection with them, I'm more likely to take the time out to sit and listen to their body of work, their, their album. Every single thing Iconic puts out, I listen to it. Sure, be, yeah. Because I have that connection with them. And I, and I do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, when Scranibus put out his EP, I listen, I listen to that three times over yeah 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 because i have the connection with him but also you know i've also i've seen the journey that he's been on well i was about i was about mentioning his journey like his journey from his first ep to his second one yeah yeah and where i mean we're both on his on on his first ep not on his second one so i don't know what that says about us (laughs) (laughs) no what i'm saying is is that (laughs) i prefer his the second one yeah, because I love where it came from. Yeah. Um, in in terms of left blank, right now where he is, every single single he puts out, that cricket's tune is an absolute banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you see the development in the journey. You know, uh-huh. I would happily sit down and listen to Left Blank's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's only a handful of people I would do that in the in the northeast uh, yeah. because of the connection. And like I might be, you might be in a completely different um, mindset to me. I don't know, but I'm a lot more likely to do that because I have not even a friendship, but just a, a, a respect and connection with someone. You know, like 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 an artist. And yeah. um, don't get me wrong, there are times when you know. I'll have this moment where I just fancy listening to some music now. But the way I listen to music in a generic sense is find a playlist, stick it on shuffle, and just have it in the background. Like right. while I'm, you know, in the car or while I'm... Yeah, it's mostly when I'm driving, yeah. Playing on the PlayStation, that's a new one for me. 
right just yeah. you know turning the volume off on the game and then just having the music playing yeah i guess one for me is probably when i'm washing the dishes yeah cleaning, cleaning the flat you know like that's when i'm listening to music if yeah. someone comes to me and goes can you can you just listen to me song right now i'll be like i will but not right now yeah you yeah yeah because it's got to be a part of your day. That's how you listen to music. You, you know, you, it, it's got to be the same way you would listen to um, a Red Hot Chili Peppers album or, uh, or track or whatever. should be the same way that you listen to a local artist. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's what we're talking about. There's, there should be no difference, in my, in my opinion. I agree. I don't want to have separate ears for listening to a well-established artist. Like I could listen to, let's say, Billie Eilish, which I definitely wouldn't, but I really appreciate her as an artist. Um, you know, but I would rather listen to like Johnny Sands or Lewis Crisp. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. Or Jamila. You know, like yeah. you know, something, something like that, because I can connect with the, with the person. I like knowing that I know these people as human beings. Uh-huh. So I can I can listen to to their music and enjoy and understand it a lot more. Um, and it goes it goes I think I think that that goes back to what I was saying before about John Frusciante as well. There's no real other than money and probably production value. There's not that much difference between a Billie Eilish song and a Johnny Sands song. They're both. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally don't really like Billie Eilish's music, but and obviously she's a talented artist and it's it's mm-hmm. a unique kind of music. Whatever. They're both really great singers, great songwriters. Mm-hmm. So, so Johnny Sands might be making a song in his bedroom and be mixed online by someone, and Billy Eilish is in a million pound studio, or whatever. But there's no difference but she between. Did start in her bedroom. Yeah, well, good for her. <laughs> Co- complex did an article on it because she wrote a song. The, the, head, the headline of the article was Billy Eilish writes one song during lockdown, and I was like, I saw that. I saw that, and I, I'm sure I left a comment because I was that annoyed. But I mean, that's the point of it to get people riled up in it and comment. But, but that's another thing, isn't it? Controversy is a massive marketing technique in today. As well, like, do you ever feel like just writing something so controversial? Yes, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just to see what would happen. I mean, Did not that, really. Does that ever cross your cross your mind? There's not 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 a status myself, but what we were saying, like in, in the start of this conversation, sometimes I feel like getting involved in some of the arguments I see online, just being mm. like, it couldn't be wronger. You couldn't be any. Further you said from- if you if you came in on the arguments that you couldn't be wronger. <laughs> You're getting chased out of there, man. <laughs> like, yeah, but then I write it out and then I think, oh, what's the point? What is the point? Yeah, I got quite involved in, like, you know, the, the Jay Spings, Abby Nicks beef. Oh, uh, when he was talking, he's talking about OnlyFans or something, was he? No, but it was something about, like, Lasses can't rap or something. something oh, like was that. it? The well, it, what, it, what, I don't think he was even saying that. Because the thing is, the, the way that, um, you know, a lot of rappers come across uh-huh. online is very different to how you'll speak to them face to face. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Well, he, well, I mean, he's a bad example. I like him as a person. 
nice guy, but some of the stuff he posts online, he needs to not. He he has stopped. He has stopped doing that in fairness. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was doing that on purpose to to get to rile up some people, and it was very silly. I think a few people do that. To be honest, I don't think it's just him. Probably. I think a few people do that. I've definitely um, got caught in that before. Yeah. But what I will say is that there was a time, I think it was two years ago, um, where there was some sort of drama going on. And it got to a point where it got really, like, you know what I'm talking about, where it got really um, deep. Right. Um, to a point where I got, I got involved with it like physically I got involved with it and a, f- a few got involved with it. I'm not going to name any names because there's no Oh, I think, yeah, okay, go on. Yeah. Okay. And it actually, it, it moved from this whole thing of, you know, entertainment and diss tracks and stuff like that. And it moved into something that was really, you know, dangerous. Uh-huh. And it really, it, it, like, it, it really brought the true colours of, of, of people through you know yeah in a good way yeah and also in a bad way sure <clears throat> but when it comes down to it it's 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 all just music you know what i mean it's just that's bound to happen as well in in like rap culture that's bound to happen you're bound to clash heads oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely because i mean there are a lot of people especially when the black lives matter thing happened and the George Floyd thing happened. Uh-huh. Um, there seemed to be quite a divide but between between people. Yeah. Um, I started noticing this and, and I I also started feeling this within myself. I was I was getting really riled up about it and I didn't know why I was getting riled up about it. Uh-huh. But everything comes back to the social media side of things because this is why I wanted to do this because the communication is so key because how you speak to someone via a comment or, you know, or a status is so different to how you take time to speak to someone and understand what they're saying instead of reading. It's almost like you, you speak in a different language when you, when you're, when you're writing a status or, or, because you try to create some sort of response or reaction right, 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 right. to someone. Yeah. Whereas the way we're speaking now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're speaking, you're saying something, I'm listening to you, I'm saying something, and I'm speaking with passion, you're speaking with passion about things, you know, and, and it just feels a lot more natural. Uh-huh. To, you know, the way that, you you post a status or even put out a song sometimes, and it it's to get get it's to get a reaction. Do you uh-huh. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And then again, the communication of the response that it does receive in terms of songs, fire emojis, emojis, blah yeah. blah blah, you know, gifts, stuff like that. The the communication goes out the window, you know. Yeah, but also you have to remember that like Facebook and that isn't the be all and end all. I know it's like the main re- the main resource where I keep up to date with friends and mm-hmm. people that I know and stuff and find out what's going on. But that's also I I heard somebody once describe Instagram 
as Instagram's a highlight reel of your life. You never put mm-hmm. Charles Gambino once said nobody ever stunts at a funeral and puts it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You, you just put on like what I'm like what I put on. This is a great example. I'm, I'm my own hypocrite. I had I posted on Instagram for my birthday, which was the seventh of October. Today's the what? Twenty something of October, mm-hmm. the, the end of October. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I hadn't posted anything for three weeks. And then yesterday I posted the uh Nova Radio mm-hmm. things. I've I've lived a lot of life in those couple of weeks. I've done mm-hmm. some stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can't think off the top of my head, but I, but it probably hasn't been great. Mm. Sat in the house during lockdown, bored. Mm. I haven't posted it on Instagram, but oh, I got nominated for a thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. Validate me. Give me likes. Vote for me and stuff like that. Validation. That's that's Validation. the thing. But I don't Validation. know why. I, but I'm my own hypocrite. I say I, it's it's like that thing where you give advice to people all the time. That when it comes to your life, you're a mess. Like, well, that, well, that's the thing though. But it's so much easier to give advice. To someone to help someone, yeah, but yourself. I'm trying to take your own advice though. Like I always tell people, oh, don't worry about your streaming numbers, do your music for you and everything. And I'm looking like 200 streams. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is like someone else that you're looking. So you're looking at someone. For example, I looked at you with Hive Mind, and you've got 8,000 streams. I was like, wow, that's unreal. I've got, as of now, 339 streams on Mr. Sunshine, right? Yeah. So <laughs> for me, if I hadn't looked at your streams or someone else's streams or whatever, that would probably be amazing to me because that's 339 people sure. or, you know, close to that have listened to it and took time out to listen to it and made it a part of their day, made it a part of their night, made it a part of their playlist, you know, which is amazing. Uh But then I see you've, then I see Hivemind's, you know, got 8,000 streams and I'm like, ah, well, does that make my streams less valuable or whatever? Right, 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 yeah. I'm not saying it does at all, but it definitely goes through my head. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I understand what you mean. When I see any artist, because because this is the thing now, a lot of artists are posting how many streams they get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never used to really do that. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so people didn't know about you know just how successful you are. It, it, as as much as you know, they're they're being open. They're also showing their vulnerability. Yeah. You know. Um, because the same way that you hive mind would post eight thousand streams, that other uh, band that you've seen got thirty thousand streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always about looking higher and yeah. higher and higher, you know. Yeah. And that is the biggest thing for me. It's it's really just to to come back to my own world, come back to my own, you know, my own way of life and thinking. And my own mindset and go 339 streams is bloody good man uh-huh. because my ep i released in january got i think it was in the space of what mr sunshine got i think i had about a hundred maybe less it, and it only got a thousand streams um last month right it only hit a thousand streams last month uh-huh. you know whereas well, then, see, well, then, sorry go 
you see in other artists, and I'm not even talking about well-established artists in the in the northeast or whatever. I'm talking about just you know, just artists, bedroom artists or whatever, uh-huh. and they're racking up these views, these views, and these these streams like like no one's business. And it takes every ounce of my being to not go. Why isn't that happening to me? Well, you know? well. What I was saying before, I don't know, I, I don't want to diminish if you caught if you caught what I was trying to say or whatever. That band that got thirty thousand streams, and I said it only had X amount of monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. I was implying that I think they've farmed the streams yeah. or bought the streams. So that's also something you have to look at as well. Or bear into consideration. But, but sorry, I've got a piece of just high fiving. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is. There's the streams that, and then there's the listeners, yeah, and then there's the reality that brings it all together, yeah, you know. And at the end of the day, my reality is is that a heartfelt comment from someone to me going, I, for example, I'll I'll share this. Um, ben Taylor, Kush Noodle, hit me up, oh. and he was like, oh, "I hope you're all right," you know, with with uh, with Corona and stuff like that. Mm. I went through it, and it was it was killer. And then he said, I've listened to Mr. Sunshine. <clears throat> and he said, um, you know, I love how you how you speak and you have this authentic vibe about and and he just the, the words he said meant everything to me because it wasn't just fire emojis. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just it wasn't just love the tune is sick. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It took time to, you know, and he also everything he said. I said to him, you've hit the nail on the head there because that's exactly how I was thinking uh-huh. when I wrote it. And that's exactly the reaction that I wanted from people. Yeah. You know, I want people to listen to my lyrics and I want people to go, that really spoke to me. Yeah. Because I've, as much of a, you know, I really want to be able to help people with, with my music. That would be a massive reward for me, uh-huh. you know? Um. And I'm not even just saying this, but like the fact that I've got, I could have 3 million of those streams and I could have paid for them or whatever, but I wouldn't get that response. Exactly. The comments like that. Yeah. You don't get that from paying for streams and stuff yeah. like that. It looks good to, to the generic eye. It looks good to a, a basic, someone with a basic understanding of what, music or listening to music is but yeah. when you get those those comments and those those private messages where people go i've listened to your music and it really speaks to me yeah give me that one person listening yeah. to that for the rest of their life I, and I th- i'd probably be happy yeah i think i think most artists that took themselves seriously would rather have 10 true fans than 100 people that have heard of you Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hands Absolutely. Down. There's, if 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 so, like we start this conversation by saying, I mean, you gig a lot, right? If we did a gig, packed room, five hundred people, and everyone was like, "Oh, is that Jack Fox? Oh, yeah, no, I've seen him on whatever." Or there was fifty people there that knew every word to every song. Fifty yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, like, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather yeah. have half the room empty, but fifty people going, "Drive a car, whatever." Like. Hands down. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why also 
and you probably, you, the thing is that when we start Fred and Fox, I brought you into my world of these unique acoustic covers <laughs> and, and really doing something where it turns heads instead of people going, oh yeah, they're obviously a great singer. Right, right, but where, right. Where people, where people come to us and go, I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, yeah. There's been loads of people that have said you that. Know, as well. Exactly. And, but that's the thing. Like, I've played to like 10 people before and I've had a person come to me and go, I love how you take a song and you make it your own. And I go, that's exactly what I want to, what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And you get me, you know, and that's like the reason that uh, I wanted to do Freds and Fox was because I wanted people to go, I've never heard this before. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never experienced this before. This is acoustic hip hop covers. And then people are going to come to us and go, is that what it is? And we're like, yeah. And we'll be like, I've never heard that before, but I really enjoyed it. And I never would have expected that to come out of a bar in South Shields. <laughs> and I, yeah. that's exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people, when people understand your vision and become a part of you, you know, they almost like it's like their soul just joins you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get what you're trying to do. That is the most rewarding thing, in my I opinion, as an artist, as a musician, as any, as a like, uh, even putting on events with rank music and management. I'm always trying to do something unique because I want to stand out from the crowd. Sure. You know, that's why I call that thing a boss, you know, out of the crowd. Right. You know, <clears throat> always trying to be a beacon you know something that's different you know there's so many musicians there's so many rappers there's so many drummers there's so many comedians you know so what makes you different you know like what what how are you going to stand out from that you know how are you I'm going the handsomest to... one that's why I asked <laughs> which drummer or comedian <laughs> yes <laughs> well that's what i'm saying that's what i've tried to live my life by i've always tried to stand out and not be the best but be um be different you uh -huh. know because you're never going to be the best there's always going to be someone better than you I'll, i believe that because no matter what i do there's always someone that is going to be doing something better than me. Well, so, yeah, but then, but then again, define better. Well, that's it's the thing. It took me a while to realize what better was and what success was and what, um, you know, there's no, you can't define it. That's, that's the thing. Other people will define it and other people will put you in a box and put you in a label, give you a label. But, it's what you do. Do you know what I'm saying? It, yeah, but the, the, I mean, you can't define success by like financially or the amount of followers or streamers, whatever. But then also, like, I'll look at some of the other artists in the region, not even necessarily in the scene, but in like the area of the Northeast that have loads of followers or whatever. And I don't like their music. Or I don't. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that, that's not, I, that sounded really bitchy. Not that I don't like their music, but I don't make the same kind of music they do. So how can I compare myself to a grime artist? I've never spat on a grime song, and I never will, because that's just not my kind. I enjoy it for what for whatever, and I appreciate whatever. But 
but I, I, so how can I compare myself to Eddie Dons? They're doing their own thing and they, they're smashing it as well at the minute. But how, I, yeah. I, I can't look at my streaming numbers and their streaming numbers or followers and go. Well, well you do though. I bet. I, 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 yeah. I bet you do. Yeah, but you, because you, I yeah. do the same. Yeah. And then I also realise one, I haven't been going as long as this said person that that's I'm looking true. at. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's and that's also another thing. Why do I deserve that that many streams? You know, I haven't been going as long. I only started rapping last year. Yeah. You know, so why should I be getting ten thousand streams on a track where whereas reality has been going? You know, for God knows how long, and he's built that up, you know. Because yeah. when he started, he wasn't getting getting that. When you started, you weren't getting the same recognition as what you get now. True, that's half the reason why I did all those EPs. Ex- exactly, but the thing is, is that you've done those EPs, and then it was really, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you started getting out to these events, and you know, getting in front of people, and people were realizing that you weren't just, you know, a, a Facebook page or yeah, a, yeah, you yeah. Know, or you know, the, the, they were putting when it when you were humanized almost. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's so weird. Like I, I remember when I met uh, when I met um, Morgan from from Any Dons and stuff yeah. like that. He was so different to what I thought he yeah. would be when so, I met Zico. Um, you know, when I met Iconic, all these artists, when I meet them, they are so different to what I think yeah. would be. But when you humanize them, it's a different it's a different level, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <clears throat> and it's just it's just funny, man, because I see even though I have a connection with these artists and stuff like that, and also I can be in a position where I can provide opportunities, I still see them in a celebrity-like manner. Even sometimes with you, like, you know, when I, you know, you're a comedian, drummer, like when I came to see you in Hive Mind, and I saw the place packed out, and you were on the stage, and people were there to see you, and I saw you as a a celebrity in in that moment. (laughs) Do you know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. But then it also goes back to what you say. We've been a band for a long time, and there's four of us. There's four of us. So that's four times the pull of friends coming to see us, and four of us working together to promote the gig to different people. Like, uh, like two of them are from Sunderland. Mm. I've got no reach in Sunderland of people. Yeah. The the work in I'm not going to say where they work, but the work in places that they have friends and. Mm. I don't want to put all his business out there, but one of one of the members, which narrows it down to two of them, because Georgia's a f- woman, one of the members is older, I would say. Like, you know, and he works in a place where he works in a in a in a, in a place where it's interesting that he's in a band. Mm. Oh, you're in a band. Mm. That's what. Can I have a listen? And then also. We uh, the 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 guy who produces our songs, Richard Truebridge, at True Studios in Durham, does a hell of a job. He's he, he's very good. Helps me that he's a drummer, so he knows all the tips and tricks and stuff to help us out. Yeah, and the production's always, I think, top quality. So as soon as people press play on that song, they go bloody hell, it's a good. I think a lot of people who aren't, so a lot of people who aren't, so I'm repeat myself a lot. 
me and you are friends with a lot of artists, so we hang around mm-hmm. with a lot of artists. So we have a high barrier for the music we listen to. Yes. If you take a step back and you work in an office and you find out one of your office mates is in a band, the only bands you listen to are Take That, One Direction, uh, maybe mm-hmm. like an Arctic Monkey song. Oh, I bought the first Oasis album, but I haven't really heard much since then. Uh, I, I like the greatest hits of ABBA, right? And you, oh, you're in a band. You play guitar in a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell, I and you just think, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be John and his guitar. And he's going to be, uh, whoa, that, well, that sounds really good. You got the production. You put work into it. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you go, you play, hey, you played a festival. You played the BBC stage at a festival. So look, you go on Facebook, you go, you got a gig coming up next week. Oh, yeah, I'll come. And you come and you see jumping around on stage and sweaty and people jumping around. What's going on? Then, like yeah, you say, it's celebrity state. It just gets bigger. Ways me and you are like, oh, I got a gig tonight. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it, it's it, funny. It, it, I, 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 I think it's funny. I think it's really funny. It, 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 it is. It is because it, it, it reminded me of um, when I first went to uni. I, I only made it a year in uni. I, fa- I failed my first year in uni, right? <laughs> 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 put it out there right I failed uni right but I remember I was I was in the music um in the mu- in the music uh course and I was making a lot more friends with people that weren't in the music course and stuff like that um and also I knew a lot of people in uni um just because of being in halls and stuff like that so but I was constantly talking to people and constantly you know uh, socializing with people and I remember I'd done a gig just me acoustically um, and about 50 people turned up to see us just oh, wow. me yeah. the place was rammed um, I remember when I worked at All Saints and um, I said oh I've got a gig tonight in the, in some bar and the whole of them came along to see us because they're like hey you know like sounds yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. blah 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 yeah. You know, like get the get the drinks in, blah blah blah, and they're all rowdy as hell and stuff yeah. like that. But, but like now, because I don't have anyone else apart, from, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's the same. Same. I've, I've, I've gone to my gig on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but also half the time it's you're coming to my gig. Oh, I'm already gigging. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I still. I still uh, keep in touch with like my closest school friends, very close. Yeah. It's even got to the point now where some of them don't come to my gigs because they're like, you got, you got another gig. Like, another gig. You don't want to come, yeah. we'll go down the pub, you don't want to come down the like, No, I've got a gig in Middlesbrough. Like, you <laughs> like, well, you oh. realise that, don't you? You realise, like, I don't. are you the same as me where I don't ask people to come to my gigs anymore because yeah. um, I'm, I'm like, I've, I asked you last week. I saw you last week. You came and seen us. It's going to be exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know, the only person that comes to all my gigs, no matter what, is Matty. There he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, like, I I know now that, you know, I'll do a gig. This, I mean, before lockdown or whatever, but I'll do a gig and then um, we're out. You know, we're just going to party right, after. Right, it. right, yeah. It's like a social. It's a way of being social for me. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, but also, he's he, he really supports me, and I, I love him for that. But like when you came along to see the outcasts on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Dragged up my friend. That, that's a, that's a friend I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was awesome because like yeah. it was 
you know, it was just great to to have people see me and what I do. And also, I, I get a lot of uh, motivation to uh-huh. to perform better when I've got people there to see me. Yeah, yeah, I do as well. It's weird. I'm going to yawn. You know Sorry, this is no... You know, like... <laughs> Sorry, let's go reflect another conversation. <laughs> huh? We'll cut that bit out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, well, I, get, I just get, like, I want to perform more when, when my friends are there. And also, I just love my friends come, come to see us, you know? Like, I, I, love, I love it a lot more now than what I did. It, right. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think I had as much belief in myself as an artist or as a, as a musician um, until I didn't start gigging as much because before write music and management i was gigging i was living in town um and i was gigging botanist on a tuesday uh i was at down the quayside on a wednesday i was back in the botanist on a thursday friday i was with my trio saturday i was with my trio solo duo three gigs on the saturday and then sunday i would be gigging as well yeah and you know, I, I wouldn't ask people to come come see us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I'm bored of it myself. I've got no yeah. passion for it myself. You know what I mean? That, so the biggest thing, the biggest change for me was when I cut down my gigs, started putting on gigs for other people. I started realizing that if you give these artists that aren't necessarily artists the ones that are starting out, the ones that are going, that are dying to get on stage and the ones that are dying to tell their friends and their family they're going to be performing on Thursday night or Friday night, you uh-huh. know, or Sunday night, they're going to be performing. That's when you're going to get that real energy and passion. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You're going to be posting about it on social media. Like, when I was at the height of my gig, and I wasn't posting about my gigs, yeah, I didn't want to because I had no passion for it. I was like, Oh, I don't want to talk about me doing singing George Ezra again, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but I realized this when you start to realize the mechanics of promotion, or and that could be with anything, that could be with with music that could be with events that could be with anything when you realize the mechanics and the algorithm and the and the audience you recognize your audience and you recognize exactly who you're talking to who you're speaking to when you put out these posts and when you when you say i want you to come my gig it's not just a case of copy and paste a link and turn up if you want if you go i want to see you at my gig yeah. I want you to listen to my music. I'm really interested to hear what you think about my music. You know, um, the I remember I used to get, this was like years ago, but I used to get messages being like, oh, I saw you were a fan of Ben Howard, so copy and paste a massive paragraph. Right, right, I'm right. not going to listen to that. Yeah. But I was doing the same thing, and I was getting no response. I might have got a little response or whatever, but when you come at it from a place of, you know, when you speak to someone as a human being, when you when you communicate with someone and interact with someone as a human being, you get a human being responding back to you. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Uh-huh. And that and that that you know sort of incorporates into gigs. It incorporate you know when you 
when you create a connection with someone down the mic, what I realized when I was gigging, I used to turn up and think, be this absolute bell end that'd be like, oh, my music and it'll just talk. My voice will speak for me. My vocals will speak for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When anyone spoke to us, when I actually would talk to people down the mic and have a bit banter with them and stuff like that, even before the gig or after the gig, you would see that response. Of course, yeah, yeah. When you, when you put love out and a real um, honest, um, a real honest sort of interpretation of yourself, you get the honest response back. Absolutely. You yeah. know, and yeah. that's the same with events. That's the same with promoting your music. That's the same with with performing. That's anything. But we it's so easy not to do that. It's so easy to go and buy those streams. It's so yeah. easy to go and, you know, buy those views or, you know, even not buy it, but even just go copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste and send or, or send to all. Yeah. And all. Yeah. You know, like it's so easy to do that because you, you just think, oh, it's out there now. So whatever happens, happens. But if you put that time and effort and, and love and passion into, into your promotion, like with you, with them, you know, when you were putting out all the videos and stuff like that, you could tell you wanted people to listen to you and you, you, you also, you had a passion for what you were doing and people buy into that. They buy into the energy of what you put out. So, even yeah. if, even when you were doing stuff, like, oh yeah, like, oh, I've got a song coming out and you can do it. But, but even though you were speaking like that, the, the passion and energy was still in there regardless right. of how you were speaking about yeah. it. You well, I mean, it. if I'm, yeah, if I'm doing a video on it in the first place, that means like, even if I'm speaking like that, it's like on purpose. Like Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have this sarcastic way of coming across anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's witty and, and people buy into that. It's a character, as you say. And again, once you realize your brand, I realized when you realize your brand because you made the fox emoji, you realize <laughs> that fox emoji, yeah. you know, and immediately that just changed the game, in my opinion, when I yeah. started seeing, you know, like um, just the little fox in the, in the corner and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But it's so clever and it's these just tiny little changes that you make where you start to take yourself seriously. And when you take yourself seriously, other people take yourself seriously, yeah, take yeah, yeah. seriously as well. And I realize that now when you have passion and you have belief in yourself, other people will have belief in you. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, it's uh, confidence self-confidence radiates mm -hmm. absolutely but there's also there's a fine line between like having self-confidence and just walking in every venue being like look at me look at me there's a, yeah, there's a difference yeah. you know what i mean it's it's i'm yet saying, to see anyone do that though i'm yet to say i haven't i haven't met many people not in my events anyway um where someone's came and be like i'm this i'm this shit a couple of people i think one or two like yeah definitely but, um, um <laughs> but um uh confident self radiates and I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh I think it's just like believe in your own hype, but it's that fine line of yeah. humility 
and also just having belief in yourself. I, I don't believe you should believe the hype that is going around about you. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like the minute you right, tap yeah, into that yeah. is the minute you're lost, in my opinion. Yeah. You should, an artist should not see themselves the same way that a listener or fan sees them. Yeah. You have to, That's, you have yeah. to have people around you that ground you and, and yeah. bring you down to earth. Otherwise, around you, that ground you. You can oh, have that one for free if you want. No, you can keep that one. <laughs> 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 but do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'll tell myself I'm <coughs> the greatest artist in the history of the world, and I'll basically call myself special, like my mom used to. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people I'll, still I'll call you special off. behind your back, actually. If you didn't know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. I'll see myself the way that me 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 mom sees us. You know yeah. what I mean? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Little guy. Oh, <laughs> Only clever with your little raps and stuff like that. Because <laughs> the thing is, is that I'll I'll show my parents stuff, and they'll they'll love it. You know what I mean? Like they want, they'll tell me if if it's bad, but yeah. I'll know if it's good if my parents dig it or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, like my cousin, for example, uh, we don't really talk much, but he'll just listen to my music just randomly. Good. Um, and you'll be like, oh yeah, like I've I, I put like drive by on and I've listened to it like a hundred times or whatever. And I'll be like, I love that because that's what I want. I want to be respected within my family. I want to be respected as an artist and a musician yeah, yeah. within my friends, you know, and my peers. I just want to be respected as a musician. I want to be, I want to be seen as an artist, you know. I, I don't want to be seen as, um, uh, what's the correct way to put this? I don't want to be seen in a celebrity-like manner. And I, I don't want to be, I just want to be known as a writer. Like, that's how I want to be remembered, is someone that writes with substance and, right. and is authentic to, to him. Like, how do you want to be remembered? I don't know. I've really thought about it. To be perfectly honest, uh, well, I, I gave that little analogy before, which I've also give previously because I only have one story because I'm boring. Uh, that like, I, I'm like the I like to think that I'm the guy that's like in the middle of the night that has a bit of gives you a bit of comedic relief, mm. or a bit like, but just a bit of something different in amongst mm. everybody who's not doing the same thing. But I feel like a lot of Especially nowadays, like I don't feel like a lot of people, for starters, spit on boom bap style beats like mm-hmm. the way I do, or like chop up samples like what Martin Harbormaster does very well. I don't have... believe a lot of people do what you do. Well, I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I, I do believe you're very authentic, and you know who you are as an artist. You know your voice and you know your sound and but you're also not scared to experiment with other stuff like the EP that you put yeah. out you know last where you know you had um was it step away from me or get away from yeah, me yeah step away yeah step away yeah. It, that always reminds me of um the school of rock the step off 
song. <laughs> step off. Yeah, step off. But one thing I will say is you definitely have authenticity as, as an artist. There is not another Jack Fox out there. And I think that's so important. I don't want there to be another Sam Thomas out there. There yeah. definitely is. There's a bunch of Sam Thomases, but there's no one that writes the way that yeah. I do. Well, yeah, that's the thing that sets you apart is... Yeah, it's, and it's, it's the like, same with, with Scranibus and Iconic yeah. and Left Blank and any Dons. Even, even you know, the, the call it grime or whatever, but no one else is doing what they do. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe once you find your authenticity, you find the road that you're supposed to be walking down and you continue to walk down it. Yeah. And the scenery that, that you pick up on as you're walking down this road, it's all relative to you in your journey. Uh-huh. But it's just, it's just your eyes that are on it and that it's so special to you. Do you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that. And, it, you know, it's the same with... Um, you know, Abby, Abby Nix, the way she's doing her thing, and um, just a lot of the, the Northeast, to be honest. That, that's one thing I do love about the Northeast, the authenticity. Uh-huh. And it's, it, but the one thing is, it's not the accent. It's not, it's, what it's, do you mean? It's not the accent that make, makes them authentic. All oh, right. Well, no, because you've got people like Left Blank and stuff and Scrannabis who are not necessarily even from, like Scrannabis is from Yorkshire, isn't he? Left Blank is from Liverpool. Yeah, but not even not even that though. It's 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 it's, it's not iconic from bloody Poland or something. <laughs> Poland or something. Yeah. He's definitely from Poland. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, what I'm saying is, is that I mean, you can even get reality that come comes in uh, from Hackney, right? Yeah. And I sometimes I forget that he's from Hackney because I just see him as like the pun master, you know. Sure. Yeah. I, Whenever I listen to his music, I'm ready for that punchline. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, the same yeah, with you. When, when I listen to you, I'm always ready to to listen to, you know, hear something like vulgar or witty or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But oh, I that, that That's what makes you you. And the stuff that I write is what makes me me. Sure. And reality is what makes him. Scranibus, him, iconic. Abby, all of these artists, you have their own reflection, you know? They can look in the mirror and go, no one else is looking like that. No one else is sounding like that. Yeah. No one else is writing like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the most important thing that for any artist is to be themselves. Mm. Nobody can... You can... Like, I hopped on that uh, Jack... Uh, Jack Harlow, Jack Harlow beat the what's what's popping thing. Oh right, yeah. Everybody's done a freestyle on that, but I like to think that I was still myself on it. So you, 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 just being yourself, finding your own voice might take a little while, but is imperative when you're an artist. It took me a long time. It's took me a long time to find my voice. And the funny thing is, is that my voice was literally just my voice. <laughs> that's that's how. That's how I feel comfortable, just, just rapping. I, I feel more comfortable now rapping than I did when I was singing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also, but while you were finding your voice, you gained a lot of experience. You gigged mm-hmm. for how many years? So you're not, you haven't got stage fright and 
you know I've how to release a song and write a song. And... I've I've been I've been in I've I've always been in a band since I was fifteen. I haven't not been in a band or doing music or anything like that. I've mm-hmm. been in about ten to fifteen different projects in fifteen years. So yeah. you know, and it's I've never understood what I want. I've I've knew what I wanted to be. I was never knew who I was. Uh-huh. And it literally took just me rapping and sitting down and writing stuff and writing real stuff and seeing the response that it got from people to really understand that this is how I, this is my voice. My actual voice is my, is, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the voice that I should have. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just crazy. My music to me, it, it chops and changes all the time. Um, but, it's always me. That's the constant, <clears throat> you know, I'm always writing about the same stuff um, because it's, that's a constant to me, but depending on what genre it is or whatever, I can, I can write a bunch of different genres, but I know the ones that are going to really speak. Do you know what I mean? I could have done Mr. Sunshine in a reggae version and it would have got res- responded in it completely different way yeah do you know what i'm trying to say like i could have dressed it up in a in a completely different manner Uh and because of the beat i chose and because of you know this melancholic you know sort of it was on like a jazzy beat but like the the lyrics were downbeat but the the song was called sunshine yeah yeah. all these different things and i did that i did that on purpose you know uh-huh. And obviously, um, you've when you released uh, the positive song, this is a positive song, but I don't have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's it's clever, you know, but it's it's a part of you. It's a part of you as a as a human being that you put out there. As you said earlier on, we wear our hearts on our sleeves. You know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And um, do you like a little? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's you know, there's there's so much that I want to talk about, um, you know, with these podcasts or interviews or, or whatever. Well, we'll be going nearly two hours. I was gonna try and stop you. Like, oh, I know, I know. We're definitely gonna have to edit this, chop this up like yeah, maybe. Um, it's all relative, man. It's all relative, and I think it's so important to to speak in this in this way. Um, because one thing I realized is that when you speak in this way, it, it almost it encourages people to speak in that way and communicate the same way as well. Right. You know, it, you, you almost create the trend through that, you know, and, and also people will listen and they'll, and they'll be like, I can relate to that, or I believe that, or I think that, but I've never said it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just love that, man. I think it's so important that we do this, um, and also for people to listen to you talking, and you know, not see you as a comedian, not see you as an artist, but see you as a human being, the same way that they would see me. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> so yeah. yeah, man. I think we'll leave it there. I've really enjoyed this. Speed um, fun. I know the match is on, so apologies. Yeah, that's no, it's all right. It's fine. 
Yeah, man. Let's let's do this again. And um, have the same conversation again. <laughs> no, no, no. I think we should. Who who do you think we should bring on to the onto the show next? I don't know. Well, we've mentioned a few artists, haven't we? Uh, is there anybody? I don't know. I like. You see artists doing like features for like Knock Magazine or like Spotlight Magazine or something. Uh, Spotlight uh, Music UK, mm-hmm. uh, and they just give like I little. Spotlight. I love Spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Spotlight. Shout out Jordan and all the the crew over there. Um, and they tend to obviously you can only say so much in a tiny little interview. Exactly. So I'm just trying to think of somebody who had like a dive into their psyche a bit more. But like I say, you only get like 40 minutes on it. <laughs> On a Zoom call that has more than two people. Well, I mean, this is this is mainly just being me and you just chatting on. We're probably going to make this about forty minutes anyway. Do you want to do the edit? <laughs> <laughs> I might. I might. I've got time. I've got time. Um, I would really love to hear people's stories from different genres of music. Um, yeah. I would also really like to um, include local music on this. So let's figure out how we can do that. Well, just drop it in. Drop it in. Uh, you know, do like a listening session, party thing. Um, you know, and we'll we'll just talk about that. I think that'd be really beneficial. But in terms of the story and hearing people's vibes, um, I'd love to speak to Jamila because um, I believe she's got a really good story. Sure. Um, and uh, also in terms of just talking, just humanizing a person. I would love to speak to reality. <clears throat> sure, yeah. And uh, just anyone else that wants to wants to be a part of it. To be honest, I think this could be really good, mate. I think this could be really beneficial for the scene. Yeah. And uh, also just great to communicate with with the scene as well. Uh, obviously, you know a lot more bands, so uh, it would be great to get your input on that. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll just let's try and make this as regular as we can. Yeah, sounds good. Especially now when everybody's got no gigs to do or anything like that. Exactly, man. Well, but yeah, that. we'll we'll try not to babble on so much. Yeah. I, I could, I, I, as I say, man, I could, I could talk forever, man. Man, like I, just, I love. This was good. I, I, this was good. I did enjoy this, but like, funny enough, some of the stuff we were talking about. But got to also think of like who's going to watch this, and if they're really going to be like. That like, we've been going for like two hours now, so if you're going to be like, I don't believe this is going to get many views. Eagerly watching for two hours, us going around in circles talking about how it's hard, but it's good to be an artist. (laughs) 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 We'll edit up, we'll edit it up, man, and we'll just you know, we'll make it. the whole fucking time as well. We'll make it entertaining. We've got no, there's no pressure to put this out straight away. Let's just get a big portfolio work. I bought another hard drive. So you know, let's you know, let's get as much as we can. I love this Zoom thing so much, so much easier than the idea that I had. Yeah, so, what well, was so we was we were going to FaceTime and then record ourselves like on a yeah. <laughs> it just wouldn't have worked with it. Nah. It would have worked. Would have worked, but it would have been more hassle than it. Would have exactly. Been. Yeah, and I think also it's I felt a lot more natural just speaking, just what's on my mind. Yeah, and I yeah. think the more we do it the more loose we'll probably get with it as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. And we'll probably name drop people more. And <laughs> I would, Yeah, well, we did a little bit, but I don't want to say... We're still recording, so I don't want to say anything I could leak. 
but is it, do you want to like do like a closing bit? The clo- the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a closing. So that has been uh, Jack Fox and myself speaking on just whatever came to our minds, really. Um, you know, we're going to be changing this, hopefully developing this into uh, some sort of series, some sort of podcast, if you will. Podcasts seem to be the thing. Lately. Other podcasts. Yeah, you I love get actual podcasts like have it on Spotify and stuff like that. The yeah, Foxcast, man. huh? What? Huh? Foxcast. Yeah. Or or Jack Chat. Jack Chat. Actually, no, that sounds really sexual. Chat for chat. <laughs> chat Fox. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we'll figure it out <laughs> anyway yeah so we're going to be doing this again what i really want from this is i really want to connect with the scene more uh i really want to be able to just create some sort of voice um you know the biggest thing for me was just chatting about like the, the emojis and, and communication yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like and stuff like that. That was one of the biggest things out of the out of this chat for me. Um, but you know, just talk about what's on our minds, what's on our hearts. You know, anything that we can do to help out the scene, and hopefully we'll communicate with a bunch of artists, and you know, we'll have fun whilst we do it as well. Sounds good, man. Excellent. Right, I'm gonna let you go. And uh, what what matches it, Manu? Um, I'm not inclined to say because I don't want to get any. No, it's Man United versus RB Leipzig from Germany. Is it Europa League? Is it Champions League? Thank you very much. <laughs> and it's third What's last season in the Champions League. What's that on? Uh, BT's. Uh, definitely not an illegal stream that I'm going to find on. <laughs> definitely, definitely not. Shout out the uh, VIP. <laughs> Shout out footybite100.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, any ideas you have, throw them my way. And I'm, I'm glad that you're on the team. Pleasure. It's all mine. Nice one. Right. Enjoy the match. Cheers. <laughs>